Gosh. Again, we've been sitting here for 17 minutes now. He's got it working, so let's just go. Just go. Go, Jeff. Go. Go. Yeah, just go. go. Strike while the iron is I, hot. I, I have to start music over again. Welcome just to go, Everyone Racers, <laughs> a show designed for the world of low dollar racing and oddball car culture. It doesn't matter how many 17 minutes you've been sitting around waiting for me to start the music or what kind of LeChamp or track dog you run, SCCA or NASA, we won't discriminate. We even think you Drifto Hella Flush folks are, right? As long as you drive it hard and built it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussion, tips, tricks, news and notes from the world of low buck racing. And if you're lucky, Chrissy might give you just the tip. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. This is Jeff. And I'm mental. And we are Everyone Racers. Thank you com- for coming back to listening to another Cadmium episode. I assume uh, number f- that's number 48 on the periodic tale. Table. Yeah, learning my Ta- tricks. Well tale. done. I know, but we could go through all of them and everyone we're all chemistry. just the, everyone chemistry. chemistry. So <laughs> it is episode 48 already. No way. Um, but we're back again. So hopefully we have a great show for you today. Mental, what are you working on? So this weekend, we'll be doing the Drive Strong at uh, Atlanta Motorsports Park. So we've already confirmed all that. Got the kids. Uh, thank you, BMW and Atlanta Motorsports Park for that. And last Friday, I got to go to an auto industry show, uh, supervised a field trip. And it's interesting, uh, and I don't want to get too far down this, uh, this alley, but the automotive repair Uh, particularly the bodywork repair industry, they are referring to the next uh, couple of years as the cliff when people my age all retire and they are genuinely concerned because there's not enough people to take their place. But it was a really interesting educational show. They had a lot of cool stuff. I went around and collected pens and people like, oh, are you a body shop owner? Are you a repair shop owner? I'm like, no, I'm a high school teacher and I'm just here super. And they're like, oh, here, take two pens because the children will steal them all. And so it was actually, it was really, it was really nice. And, uh, and I, I, I didn't get a chance to put this in the notes, but I actually, uh, I ran into, um, uh, quick trick alignment was there and that, you know, they, they, they make the little, uh, for racing, they all got their start, uh, running amateur endurance racing back in the day. That's, and he, he's like, I, I can't find products that, you know, will help me do my alignments or anything. So he's, he was an autocrosser. So he started building that stuff. So if quick trick alignment, actually they're all, every one of them are all made in Alabama. So they've, they've exported to 105 countries and he has personally touched every set of, the, the alignment tools that come out of his shop. It was a. I ended, I ended up spending most of the show talking to them. Really nice folks, and they uh, they uh, were one of Lucky Dog's early on sponsors, and they 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 still work with Champ and uh, all kinds of things like that. So, uh, yeah, it, that was it. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Interesting people. And uh, you've Great. already begun your high school, right? You are. Oh, Already oh, in yeah, school, yeah, God, we, uh, today, you know, we're recording this on the 15th. We started August 1st. Oof. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already frustrated with a few of them. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully they're not a listening. They get, some, they get some time before they break you. It's all right. <laughs> Kids in Jersey still have two weeks to go. Chris, what you working on? Uh, cleaning up after the race and catching up on sleep. Uh, so fix. We did Chrissy's. sleep a little. Yeah, it was pretty nice. I also fixed Chrissy's car. Uh, if you'll remember, the rear shock blew, and we exercised the Coney warranty. So yesterday, <laughs> got those new Coney warranty shocks in and 
Hey, FYI, they've changed the color of the FSD shocks from gold <laughs> to red. You but were has so a, mad. I was. Really? Because there's also a Coney red, and that's not as good. Uh, so, but they had a sticker on it that said frequently selective frequency selective dampening, which is FSD. So, I, so either they just stuck that sticker on a red shock for me because they're tired of us warrantying <laughs> shocks. This said, guy, Screw this guy! Exactly. Too many right. free FSDs. Too many warranties. So, um, but yeah, that's what it said. So I put it on with some actually some new bump stops because the old bump stops, amazingly, after two hundred nineteen thousand miles, <laughs> are pretty well trashed. So or maybe are... maybe they just yeah they just see a return address of Pennsylvania and they say four twenty two sucks uh-huh, maybe pretty much but the the failure You're of not the shock, wrong. now that it, now that I had it off was exactly as it was the last time and the upper where the upper part of the shock mounts into the casing it had rusted away and separated so it, all of the fluid and pressurization came out and. Uh, the other side was not far behind. So props to Coney. They sent us two because we've been down this road before with them, and they know when one is going, the other one's going too. So they sent us the pair. Unprompted. It's pretty awesome, yeah. actually. It is nice that they did that. We appreciate it. Um, and also changed transmission fluid because it's been 50,000 miles. And uh, the intermediate shaft, because it had a clunk in it, again, another 218,000-mile part that is starting to wear out a little bit. So got a junkyard one off a low-mile car. Cheap skates at Mazda. I know. Seriously. Uh, Junkyard wanted the low mileage car, got it in there, and now it's all back together. And it's awesome. Back out being the happy little puppy dog that it is. And so Chrissy will keep it for yeah. another like three to five years, right, Chrissy? Shut uh, up. No. Well, it's at, it's at, it's at 219, no. so that means she has 31,000 miles to go. So. No way. Better get driving. Hashtag she, hashtag she totally loves her car, but get rid of it. So, yes, I'm in between there. And I have to say that he's working on my car. I'm next. Um, that's all Chris is doing. Um, mm-hmm. So I have to say that I didn't help with the car because I was busy doing stuff. So I would have done my own car, but it needed to get done because I keep driving the Mercedes or the NSX. And with all the rain we've had, uh, Chris had to drive. Like All of our roads were flooded this week. And uh, Chris had to t- Yeah, they were. Yeah, they I were. was watching the news going, Chrissy ain't getting to work today. Uh, we did. We both went to work and Chris took the NSX and I took them. The Mercedes. Huh. So we don't really want to play that game while have, trying to go places that uh, were flooding all over the place. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely so definitely the, the water flowing on the road at one point here in Birdsboro was taking up at least half the ground clearance the NSX had under, under me as I had to turn around before the road had flooded ahead of me. Well, also, so. now, couldn't that be true when, it was, when it's humid? Yeah, pretty much. It's true. true. Kind yeah. of, yeah. yes. But this one was pretty yeah. bad. So but the that, best that part is, is we opened the garage doors to leave mm-hmm. on Monday morning, and as I opened the doors, a wall of water came into the flowed into the garage from the driveway because oh. the doors were sealing the water outside the garage. But then we opened That's it. Good garage door, actually. A wave <laughs> flooded. Yes, it. A wave. Yeah. I, I mean, I've cleaned all the bottoms off, and they shut nicely, and that's good. But the wave came in as I opened the door. Uh, that was a shame. We said, got it. Oh, Harry, Harry, go, get go, it out, go. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out. Go. <laughs> okay, anyway. All right, so I'm also cleaning up after the race. We went to the trailer and emptied the truck. Uh, and uh, just trying to get back to normal. Mowed the lawn. Did some stuff outside today. So, um, yeah, nothing interesting, really. That's How about it. you, Jeff? So it must be a uh, theme because I also mowed the lawn today. But I still have yet to fix the riding mower, so I actually push mode my entire oh, lawn. It took me like oh, four hours. Yeah. My hands are like 
all filled with calluses and stuff because I have a day job and desk job, and it's I'm, I'm a I'm a pansy little boy who doesn't like things that make his hands hurt. So uh, yeah, that happened. You do have very uh, sensitive hands. Yeah, very sensitive hands. That's right. It's all that emails I have to write. You are suspended. Your fraternity sucks. Um, what's what's the worst fraternity on campus? <laughs> the worst fraternity is not on campus. That's the problem. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, so then all that is going down. Uh, I did have to uh, hold the hand of my father while he surveyed the damage to the RV. Oh. Uh, the RV took some took some hella hits this weekend. Oh, that's not even uh, in the wait, notes, wait, is what, it? What, that's what, not in the what? notes. Yeah, see? No. Mental, mental oh. saying what, what. So uh, due to a nice uh, side swipe on the on the uh, passenger side in the traffic, we got squeezed in by a truck and hit a guardrail. There is a dent on every single panel on the oh. side. Bumper door 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 entry door door storage door storage door storage door rear bumper so uh that will be many thousands of dollars but thankfully chris works for the insurance industry so <laughs> we'll yeah. out of his block. um my father told me that the company that he has insured the rv through on september 1st is no longer his insurance company because they're getting out of the RV business. It's costing them too much money. <laughs> <laughs> Probably get because of you. This one's going to cost a lot. Uh, right, he also sir. got the got the um, wheels, the axle seal uh, repaired. Oh, good. Uh, Already it was about a five hundred dollar wow. repair. Oh, yep. He, he, well, they were going he away this weekend. Leaving today, uh, they end up canceling the trip so he can get the body work done. Um, but uh, their friend canceled too. It's a long story. But either way, they they're not, canceled it's not their. Because they're mad. Uh, not because they're mad. They're 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 concerned, but they're not mad. Um, they're disappointed. Is what they are. <laughs> the, uh, I'm not mad. I'm, I'm they're just disappointed. disappointed. The axle already this year too. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, the axle seal was four hours of labor. And was like five hundred and sixty bucks or something like that because it was twelve dollar part. Yep. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. you, know, you mentioned mowing the lawn. I actually also mowed my lawn Sunday oh, after good. after a very slow recovery from the uh, Mike Whitey birthday oh. debacle. <laughs> yep, and I, 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 I know I sent you guys. Yeah, I, I know I sent you guys the uh, some of the video footage. I pulled in behind the pickup truck that was delivering the two hundred fifty dollar uh, ATV. That they you know they all got together. Oh, let's order an ATV on Craigslist, and they did. And I pulled in behind the guy that was delivering it. And it was running within an hour with a fresh paint job, and then three minutes after that, um, Maddie White ended up uh, needing stitches. He went Sunday. He went Sunday morning. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> was that yeah. your picture of your leg? That yeah. Was, no, no, no. Was that was that was that was Maddie. Oh, see, we all assumed oh, that good. was you. Who yeah, you didn't say who it was. You're like, oh, look what happened. And we're like, we're like oh, shit. Uh, well, we an RV, uh, an ATV showed up, and then we crashed it. Here's a picture right. of a bloody leg. We just yeah. assumed you didn't, it was you. I didn't specify. I, I snapped that video I sent you guys of them tearing her in the field on that. And as I was typing, you know, we just got this running. Uh, he over, you know, lands on himself with it, breaks off the brake lever with his leg. And yeah, and I, I, I had to throw that back up on the hood of uh, one of the many field vehicles that is running around the Whitey compound in uh, Talking Rock, Georgia. 
Oh, yeah, it, it, it also in it, it, it typical hogger faction, uh, Wayne Wayne got a birthday gift. Um, <laughs> no way, Wayne did something ridiculous. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was going to be the the burning vehicle, and they showed up with a, a Honda Passport that they had gotten donated for free through a friend of a friend, and uh, and then they got it up there, got it running, and decided it was too nice to set on fire, but abused it all weekend anyway so so they bought a car just to set it on fire correct and then they got it running correct and decided not to set it on fire because they were having too much fun for my fouring it (laughs) (laughs) and that's that's now the third like compound vehicle that he has because he's got his disco uh they've got a, a pathfinder and then they've got now they've got this uh isuzu uh um, not the rodeo, uh, right? Rodeo. The, yeah, the rodeo, yeah. yeah the rodeo. Well, that looked like a hell of a party. <laughs> that's, a, that's some good old-fashioned redneck fun right there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let, me, let, let, let me ask a question. Did anybody pour gasoline on a fire, light it with a bic, and oh. then burn half of their face off? Not the fire. Wow. Oh, so that we, happened. Oh, okay. We won't talk about that. <laughs> well, it, it, it was it was everything you expect at a at a Hongdor party, including firearms uh, and, and, and fireworks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no one actually burned their face off. So you're one step ahead of lemons this weekend. Okay. <laughs> How about due, some due, news? due to insurance reasons, we will not be discussing that <laughs> on the pod. No, good idea. Oh, it, How I think about it's some me. news and notes time. News and notes. Let's do that. So, Friday is Wear Your Helmet to Work Day presented by Rue. So make sure you bring your helmet to work. Get your friend to take a picture. Um, the In years past, it has been such a, um, a good race. I mean, there are some fantastic pictures in there. So like a desk job, a a uh, conference room, not going to cut it. Like I don't even know what I'm going to do this year because like uh, there are some... Like the A and P mechanic with it on. They have the the judge sitting at the bench with his helmet on. They have like, <laughs> like a, a the lineman, teacher. right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's there are some really really good ones. I'm not sure what we're gonna do. So, but, uh, that is, so do you go to anyone anyone with a phone to their ear or sitting at their desk with earphones over their helmet? That's hysterical. Mental, yeah. do you teach in your uniform? Uh actually, Friday, Friday is PT day. So, so you no. gotta, you, I gotta, you gotta, you gotta be running with the kids with your helmet on. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that might do it. That might do but, it. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, I think the most of the game is you post it somewhere, probably all of their social medias on uh, yeah. GRM. I would think. Uh, any, any, uh, they want to, yeah, you put it on your social media and then use any of those hashtags. Okay, great. So we'll put the the notes, uh, or you can just Google it. But GRM, Rue, uh, all those people put that on. So I, I have a hunch there might be something on our social medias with uh, our various <laughs> okay we could do that that'd be fun sounds great sadly i won't be at work but i will definitely take a picture of wherever the heck i am <laughs> with my helmet on good plan Let's pretend yeah. we have off on fridays i like um, the airplane mechanic that looks nice all right <laughs> yeah. there's good ones on there great also Trust. coming up this weekend wrl is doing that uh, double tap thing so they've got the high plains race ray a true 24 at 5280. That that might actually be one of the most grueling Woo! events in the in 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 the sport. You're going to you're going to do a true 24. That racetrack is in the middle of nowhere. Has anybody else ever run high plains? 
No, I mean, it's, no. It's, great, it's a great track, but it, I mean, it's it's four miles to the gas station. Right. And, well, that's uh, Lemons calls it the BFE Grand Prix. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 brutal, and they're going to run it at altitude for a full twenty four, and it's still basically summer. So good on you, WRL. And then they're also going to be running what we all agreed was one of our favorite facilities and favorite tracks to drive. They're going to be uh, just down the road here at Barber Motorsports Park, running a nine plus seven. Awesome. Cool. Nice. Are you you're not doing that, are you? Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, 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 no, I'm doing. I'm I'm teaching teenagers to drive this uh, week. Racing, uh, barber. I know, I know. I, w- I wonder what hey. safer. Well, what- when I you're screaming, <laughs> right. when you're screaming at children to change the radio station, put on liquid metal, put on liquid metal. <laughs> yeah, All right. That's fun. So last weekend was the uh, Champ Car at VIR Full 24. Uh, we'll do a couple of the shout outs that we did last uh, week and tell you how they did. So the Baltimoreans uh, in their 1995 BMW 318i, uh, it's our friend Carl. He uh, got 15th in A. What? BMW. Four, oh, four. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, yeah, they, 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 like, so uh, Carl got 15th and A, 61st out of uh, out, out of 99. Um, and I found on his Facebook, he they ran for 18 hours, completing 223 laps. Uh, they were in 32nd out of 92 in the first 15 hours. Oh. At they, 3 a.m., they run into the wall. So then they worked to get it back onto track. It's about 7 a.m., uh, or I guess they got it back on track. And then at 7 a.m., they were three wide and unturned, crash, ended their weekend, bent tie rod, busted lower jo- ball joint. So they were out. Uh, it seemed like they had a good time, but I, I think as everybody does for doing a full 24 hours, uh, they are stressed, tired. Uh, usually, unless you win, you usually are sad because something has <laughs> happened and it's just a long night for everybody. So, um, yeah, and I'll, I think. I think I read on their Facebook that they actually knocked their lights out, which is uh, why they had to spend a couple of hours fixing it because they couldn't go back out until the sun came up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no light. I, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Like it that's wasn't. A, that's impressive though. 18 hours out of a true 24. That's legit. Yeah. Okay. And the other one was the Cavalier game second in class B. Hmm. Yeah. Good on them. Weird. We've talked about these guys before, but the R Bank Racing, 90racing.com, 1999 Saab, uh, 9-3. They got second overall and in C class, which is – it's their fast class in Champ Car. Those guys, they're, they're, they're great mechanics. They are Saab whispers, and they, they, they run fast. They run clean. That's what you need. Slower, lower racing in their 2000 Chevy S10 Extreme was third in Class D. And other than we know that we have some springs off a of Chevy S10 Extreme, I don't know. <laughs> uh, barely racing number 390, 1995 Eagle Talon came third in Class B. That's not bad. No, I mean, it seems that like all the the couple cars that we picked are pretty good. There was 92 cars, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, overall, I so the ones we the, had, the Cat Valier came in second in B. What's up with, <laughs> with that? There are only a couple them. people. I mean, ninety-two cars is pretty good. So, yeah. awesome. Absolutely. We're we're actually race. we're actually starting to get some skill. Ooh. No, oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> the team Cavalier and an S10 and a Talon. Like none of these are anything close to being good. Blind squirrels find nuts sometimes. <laughs> Here we are. Broken <laughs> clock, correct twice a day, everybody. Yes. Or we just think these are funny, and that's why we pick them. Fair enough. Pretty much. So August 11th and 12th was the Lemons-Thompson race. This is kind Lake of the subject of the episode. Like yeah, Lake Chark. I don't know how to say it. Chrissy will say it later. So we will skip on right to our sponsor section. 
extreme experience puts you and the driver's seat in some of the world's best supercars at over 20 racetracks in America and Canada with no speed limits, no shifting restrictions, and no governors. Head to speed to choose your supercar, find a racetrack near you, and start making a story of your own. They have seven models of exotic cars or supercars to choose from, and their inventory is constantly changing, folks. Keep up on that website. 20-plus racetracks in a year-round locations in Louisiana with a 3,200-foot straightaway. Jeff? No, oh, no, I was waiting until you're done. Get to the bottom uh, and then call me. Chris, Jeff, or myself in the car with you, help you explore the car limits and learn how to drive the racing line. Save 25%, folks. That is one-fourth. When you use the code EVERYONERACERS at XXSPEED, that's EVERYONERACERS, all one word, at XXSPEED.com to book today. Extreme Experience, it's your turn. They are coming to Atlanta Motorsports Park November 9th, 10th, and 11th. That's Veterans Day weekend, and what a better time to not only drive your supercar, but to support Air Force Junior ROTC, my Air Force Junior ROTC, which will be volunteering there that weekend. That's awesome. Also, Mental, do they run in Chicago? I know they are based out of Chicago, but do they have... Oh, they run at Autobahn. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's great. And, uh, they, they've run uh, actually. They've run both tracks. Uh, the you know, but usually they're running the uh, the, the uh, I believe it's the North Track. My uh, aunt in Chicago really, really, really wants to get in a Lamborghini with a driver driving and uh, get as close to 200 miles per hour as possible. I told her to go yeah. down to New Orleans because yes. I don't think Autobahn will do it. But uh... absolutely, and now it's uh, it's the same price, but. Absolutely, she can do it, and that twenty five percent off will absolutely work. And if we find out she goes to Nolens, I'll uh, I will personally call down, talk to Alex Awesome, the chief instructor down there, and oh yes, they will go ludicrous speeds. <laughs> awesome. So I just want to mention that we are looking for additional sponsors. So let us know if you're interested in moving on to listener feedback. Uh, all right. Hey, our good friend, fellow teammate, and just all around super guy, Chevelle Restore, Giant David Mills, recommended Everyone Racers on Facebook, and he said it was the best original grassroots racing podcast out there. Also gave us a shout out on the Instagram for that Barbasol tip because he was up there this weekend. And Oh, we we'll helped talk, him. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that one. So, uh, uh, you know what, Dave? You're 100% right. We are the best original grassroots sure. racing podcast out there. Hey, he he pulled up to our garage after coming off the track. He couldn't see a thing out of his windshield. He, just looks at <laughs> he was like crying. Yeah. He just looks at like. us and goes, Help, I'm, I'm holding, Help. I'm holding a paper towel to my face. This is what his windshield looked like. It was perfectly <laughs> opaque. He said, Help He was me. like, I don't know what to do. And we're like, we got, we got, I got the thing for you. Follow yeah. me. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it was great. Took care of him, sent him back out. So, uh, also listener feedback, we were, uh, hanging out at the paddock. It was Friday night and a random guy shows up with a big aluminum pan full of food. And he said, you're America, you're everyone racers, aren't you? And we were like, yeah, I brought you food and beer. And he tried to like, like, like thrust this aluminum pan of food into my hands. I was like a little bit like surprised, like, uh oh. He says, we wouldn't have made it without you. We've never been here before. We've never done this. And we're doing it just because we're listening to you. I'm like, oh, man, they definitely poisoned this food. Uh, <laughs> but the <laughs> food was amazing. Actually, it was so it, good. I was it, fighting people off for it. It, really. it was true. So I'm oh, not going gonna... to. And normally, Chrissy's like, you're the most generous sharer of food. Oh, and, no. I was uh, like, that's this like the next level of get away from it. So we're not going to mention what the ricey concoction was, but. Because I wanted to find them and give them a sticker, and they disappeared all weekend, and I couldn't find them. Uh, we found out they disappeared under their car, so mm-hmm. they ended up with a VW Fox wagon. They were 
it was a terrible car. Uh, FMC theme, Monday Night Rehab, great theme. They ended up winning Judge's Choice. They were a great team who just had an absolutely terrible terrible car um chris ended up introducing him to tom lamino who is the volkswagen fox whisperer so um whoever showed up with the food hit us up on the facebook and we will send you out a sticker because you're the man your food was awesome your car was amazingly terrible and great theme so bam you deserve (laughs) everything that's a great way to put it. Not only is a Volkswagen Fox a terrible car, this is not a good example of a Volkswagen no, Fox. That's so right. It was a pretty bad example of one. So um, kudos to them for bringing such a, a horrible piece of crap. To, so that's that's just right. Well done, gentlemen. Well done. If, if that thing would have ran, it would have had IOE all over it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And someday it, it might. <laughs> As we know, it takes a while. It does. Yep. It takes a while. Usually you don't win on the first try. And our good friend and past teammate, Chris Egan, longtime Lemons veteran, said via email, "This is a, he had a big, long email here. I've kind of cut it down to what matters, so here we go. He said, Laxweek's show resonated with me more than almost any other so far because I've been through most of what you talked about. We pushed for a C-class win so many times of the Daytona, and every time I was a ball of stress. Uh, the Saab has been fantastic reset for me. It can't win its class. It's just too heavy, and we aren't good enough. But that means we get to go, got to reset the reason we're going to races. So this weekend at Thompson, for example, we said no black flags. We've never had a weekend with no flags, and we recognize this is something that had to change. So even with the rain and the constantly crowded track, we managed to get zero black flags, which felt Woo! great. Exactly. Props to you, Egan. Good well job. done. He said, I climbed out of the car Sunday completely soaked from rain and sweat, exhausted and completely ecstatic. I'm so glad to be back to enjoying races instead of just surviving them. And holy crap, I want more rain. This is definitely a thing. (laughs) So great job to Chris and and Bob and the family. Um, And I know they are just having... They're just having more fun these days, and I have we to should, give kudos should. to them for... Okay, you're going to tell them what they have? ...amazing paddock support invention. It's a cooler hooked up to an old air conditioner full of water and pumps and they run it all day and it keeps the water chill at the 36 degrees so when you have your cool so shirt on you walk over they do they have they have drinks in it yeah Gatorade. and then you walk in and you plug your cool shirt in and turn the pump on so while you're standing in the garage either before or after your stint you get 36 degree cooled water pumped through your cool shirt and it is amazing they have four pumps on it. Four, yeah. I'm sorry, four connections. They're trying to figure out a fifth. Um, but one of them <laughs> is extra, extra long. So Chris can walk so you around can the walk paddock. Around. You can do your work. Right. He's working on the car it. while wearing his cool shirt. Oh, yeah. It's, I, it, it's like a space suit, like an old <laughs> diving suit, you know, where you'd like carry the hoses behind you. It was brilliant. It was, was awesome. Fun. Yeah, as soon as Amazing. I didn't know it existed when I got out of the car, I put my sh- my gross uh, shirt back on so I could go over and wear it. It's cool. But it was worth it. Was, it. it was awesome. <laughs> and speaking of staying cool, hi Chrissy's mom. Hello, Chrissy's mom. The coolest listener of the, the entire show. Coolest listener. Okay, so that- topic time. Okay. We're going to we recap. came from a hell of a race. Recap. That's what we're talking. Okay, so we're going to talk about some cars that we uh, hyped last week, which I was listening to our show today, and I was thinking about all the cars that we talked about. Some of them we thought we didn't know, but we do know, but we just didn't know by their team names. So uh, we are going to talk about them and, ha- and give us give a little bit of insight. Sure, I'll talk about the race leader, Misfortune Cookie. 
Uh, we knew they gave out cookies, but we didn't realize they were the Spork Civic. Uh, Mental, you remember them? They were down in Atlanta. It was a yeah, blue that, that, and that, yellow. That was on our, that's on our our three pedal, or and I'm sorry, on our uh, Instagram. Yeah. The, uh, the inter- and it was me holding their misfortune of the problem is directly proportional to the amount of parts you touched. And it was when you and Chris were fighting over the ro- – not fighting. I'm sorry. You guys were chasing the wiring issue and the, the Civic. And Absolutely. our Civic broken. Their Civic won the race. <laughs> yeah, oh, what, so. they were broken actually. So almost – they had an almost pole-to-pole eight-lap margin. Yeah, it's the Spork Motorsports. The Spork, the Spork yeah. Motorsports. So it's the same Civic we run, but with a B18, right, Chris? You looked under yep. the hood? Yep. Uh, B18, um, some people were talking about them having <laughs> ringer drivers. Um, I know some people who Googled the driver names. It turns out they are like semi-pro kart drivers that were with them. But, hey, yeah. that's not cheating. No, and they're good uh, people. They, they're good yeah. people. They yeah, I talked it. to them. They, they ran what they're a doing. clean they clean, yeah. fast, yeah, well, awesome races. They had an issue. That's so. what I was going to mention. So on Saturday, after the checkered flag, they got hit and knocked into, uh, knocked off the track. I mean, I don't know if they hit the wall or not. They hit uh, something. But they hit something. Their back tire was completely trashed, and they rolled off with more camber than your average hella drift guys. Toe. They was toe, toe, toe was... way out on the right rear. Who, who hits uh, after the checker? Somebody said it was the people in number two, but I don't know who it was. <laughs> I oh, heard that. But that was rumor. Um, I just want to mention that they luckily found a team that was very good and very well prepared who had the same exact civic and had a real trailing arm for them. And it was given to them with complete graciousness, even though they also were trying to win the race. <laughs> so shout out to the, wait, let me see what the name of this team is here. I think it's a bunch of clowns, if I'm not mistaken. It's a bunch of clowns. Three pedal mafia gave them the part <laughs> that put them back on the track. Chris, did you get your part back yep. yet? No, but he already emailed me and said, "Hey, thanks so much for helping out. We really appreciate it." That's great. Um, so yeah, I, mean, as soon as I just said, I said, "Sure, you guys can have it. You just got to send it back to me." So as, no as soon as it rolled by, we're like, "That's trailing arm," uh-huh. and we're just like, "If they don't oh yeah, yeah." If they don't come over here by the time we have dinner, I'm just gonna go find him and offer it to him. So. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, they came over to him and offered. They came over and Chris offered them hub. Get handed him the trailing arm without even asking a question. Offered him the hub, offered him the upper arm, offered him everything. Hub, and, grub. But the hum. only thing they really needed was the trailing arm. So yep, they took it. Yeah. But nice guys oh, right. and, and great drivers. So sure. great drivers, clean as clean as mess. Yeah. Okay, so I I was all excited about the Corrado. Uh, this was a sad yellow. Pretty stock, I think. G60. Uh, it broke a lot. Um, it, it, needed, it needed something uh, that they were looking for, but I couldn't find the Facebook post after the fact today. So um, we, but in the show last week, we said who's going to make more laps, the Rado or the Fiat? Didn't check my laps. Really, pretty sure it's the Fiat because oh, yeah, that Fiat, Fiat ran all it, weekend. It went, yeah, ran it ran around, it ran around. So uh, it was the Corrado. Sorry, Corrado team, uh, you're you need some help. That's that's implied with, you know, Corrado. Yeah. Well, sure. the, the Fiat yes. had 195 laps and it was uh, good oh. for 95th place. I don't know what the number of the uh, Corrado was to look them up, but I think it's fair to say it was less than that. 
Yes. No, it was out like in the first hour or two. So yeah. there's no way. No, not at all. Yeah. All right, Chris, Chris, tell go. us about the minivans. Chris, so there are two minivans. There was a Honda Odyssey with the, what, Jeff, what is the, the medical condition that they were promoting? Uh, hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus, yes. <laughs> but they So only, remember, we, that... we, 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 I, I must say that I mi- misunderstood what hydrocephaly was. I said everything correct about what the water on the brain, but it actually doesn't give you mental retardation. It gives you like, like, uh, superpowers. Like, uh, uh, Wait, no, no, not superpowers. No. It gives you uh, I'm just saying seizures. It could happen. Read, read a comic book. Seizures. Okay. It, see, seizures and like, um, like uh, what's the thing Michael J. Fox had? Parkinson's. 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 Parkinson's like syndrome. So, but it's it doesn't affect your mental capabilities. But not only did they have that was their team name, but they had the big graphics on the side of the Odyssey. But they had race suits with hydrocephaly like on it did it, not like, did they oh, yeah. really yeah embroidered yeah, yeah, yeah. race suits promoting so hydrocephaly not, awareness so i, I wasn't sure if it was a it joke it was not oh. a joke yeah it was not a joke oh, they were really like, into this either that or they did a fantastic joke but um, and I, I think they, they were some sort of medical professionals because when i started yeah. talking to them about it they seemed to know exactly what it was yeah oh so anyway, the Odyssey was out there. Um, it was not fast, except down the straights, where it was actually surprisingly quick. Um, but they did a great job of staying out of the way. They kind of hung on the left side of the track most of the weekend, let everybody go by them, and that's good. So um, you know, they, they did fine. There was also a team with a Ford Windstar that barely made the, it out uh, on Sunday. Mom Rocket. We've, we yeah. follow them on Instagram. Yeah, oh. They barely made it out because they had this very bizarre cage. That had door bars like halfway up the windows, and the windows are already of the tall on a minivan. And so, they had a, a containment seat, so they yeah, couldn't get so out the window. Was, exactly, that was the problem. <laughs> it, was, it was almost impossible for them to climb yeah. out of the car. They spent um, all day just trying to figure out can they get out, and yeah. I think that was the bigger part of why it wouldn't pass. It was. Yeah, I heard. I heard, and this is third person, so I don't know whether it's true. I heard it was a cage out of an Arca car that they put into that. But I can't imagine that an Arca car would have door bars like that. But it wasn't just door bars. It was like it had plate across the door bars. Yeah, it's not so an it, Arca car. It, it, looked like a, it looked like a tank. It was a very, yeah. very strange cage. And, and it was the worst rattle can job race. ever. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we saw them trying to climb out of their car like several times. And uh, they kept failing. So I don't know what yeah. happened. They yeah, did the get out job. on Sunday, though, right? Children with hydrocephaly Minimally. would have done a better paint job than <laughs> on this one. So that would have worked. And uh, there uh-huh. is the, the rectum racing that we talked about last week. Damn near killed him. <sighs> yeah. This car was, uh... is so annoying. It's this Volvo 760 that's stock suspension, so it has this epic levels of body roll. Orange and black. Yep, yeah, they get they're, they're they're getting to be better drivers, but it's a big car and it drives even bigger. Like they take up the <laughs> whole track, doing the track day line, and don't give an inch. And there's always like a pile up behind them, all the time. <laughs> and you have to watch for the body roll, so like you didn't want to like slide by them because then you didn't know how far over it was going to come. Yeah. That. So that was, was bad. Kind of a shame. Yeah. So I meant to last week you discussed the Oldsmobile that identified as a Supra. No, the Chevy, and I have to tell the you, Chevy, the the we, team two ninety five. We like the tuna here. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 the yes, 
That that was a Chevy Monte Carlo. I, I corrected the notes. It kept saying oh. Oldsmobile to make it say Sorry. Monte Carlo. Yeah, there you go. Monte Carlo, you're right. So uh, it was a perfectly painted rendition of Brian Super from The Fast and the Furious. <laughs> they actually they had uh, tuna on white with no crusts written all <laughs> over it. They had the whatever. The t-shirts, I think. Did they had t-shirts? t-shirts that said tuna, no mm-hmm. crust. They had whatever the spaceman was on the side. It was yes, yes. perfect. Hey, perfect rendition that's and that's a, that's a great example of a team that took a played out badly done thousand time theme and actually found a way to make it funny yeah absolutely and the car right. wasn't terrible i mean it wasn't it wasn't wait, wait, I was saying, wait a, a, a gf because that's like the ultimate juggalo mobile you're telling me it wasn't terrible no it's a grand prix the grand prix is a juggle lambo Sorry, sorry, you're right, you're right. It's like, this is like, this is the, the penultimate Juggalo car. It, it wasn't yeah. fast, but it was never in my way. Sure. <laughs> that was easy to get around, right? Yep. Totally. Uh, right. So our friend Bill was there with his cars. What is his team name? Because he had two different team names. I only know the one, and I spent a bunch of time looking at Race Miner to see the other team's name, and I couldn't find it. Like, I know it was Hold number on. nine. He just made I a scroll yeah, through. It's Garage Hero. Well, Garage Heroes and Training is garage. the one. And then for some reason, I think they that's made what they're committing to. So, B- Bill, yeah, whichever. Here, Bill, you're listening. Top tip. Have one team name. Sign both <laughs> cars up or under one team name. That's easier. And, and okay? if you'd that's like you, it to be your support championship, Bill. your support team name. Yes. Um, you're the one that has supported you all weekend. You could take their team name, too. Well, so, uh, yeah, he has to, he has so to tell us cars. about that. So. They had both the Capri, which they ran in New Jersey, and they had the Spider-Man Mustang with the 2.3 liter turbo. And uh, the Mustang kind of ran all weekend. Uh, it had some self-inflicted wounds that they fixed, but ended up getting it back out there. I think that was the one that most well, people ran. Here's and, a top uh, tip for listeners running turbo cars. Um, plumbing Rubber plumbing couplings from Home Depot are not good as um, boost hoses. <laughs> No, <laughs> between, no. The, between the intercooler, top mount intercooler, and throttle body, make that sure. Make sure that's an automotive fitting there. Um, but I actually never really touched a 2.3 liter turbo Mustang, and this was an early one, like an 82, 83 ish. Not a bad car. I think you really, I, I sort of understand the appeal of them. Tiny, light, kind of basic. I, I could see why people were interested in those. The Capri, I still have no idea why anybody would run that. Um, I drove cool in New Jersey. Cars. Capris yeah, are it great cars. It was a fun car to drive at Jersey. But the, the Capri was a very popular rally car back in the day. And um, at the end of Saturday, they pulled it off because they thought it was out of gas. We filled it up with gas. Somebody helped them. I think it might have been uh, might have been Bruce helped them like reweld their shifter linkage, and then they couldn't get it started. And it turns out that the distributor wasn't spinning at all, and they broke a camshaft and couldn't get it going after that. So yeah, that hurts. That hurts. Bummer. I was gonna. I was wondering if it was the fuel pump between their two transfer tanks. No, (laughs) fortunately not. Hey, so this time though, next time they're gonna have a much more reliable car, as. Bill has made the incredibly smart decision to buy the Ombre. Woo! Ombre. Uh-huh. So the Ombre will live again and, and have a whole new group of people to help bring into the sport with it. Is it Wait, a so is this a, this and reliable? Is, that was his second race. 
And now for his third race, he's going to have three cars because this is a dangerous oh. track. Well, no, the, the, the Capri oh, don't go is, there. The, the, the Capri <laughs> needs a motor. Is, so. yeah, the Capri is not going to be back, I don't think, uh, okay. for a little while. Well, he also you know, has three other cars. We'll have him on the show soon. Yeah, yeah. he'll explain it all. Let's let's by, not by the burn time pod. he gets to five races, he's making a run at the national championship. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, he is. And he has, enough, he has enough people to drive them, let me tell you. Yeah. As, as long, as, long as, as they, they all bring, bring their, their driver's license. <laughs> 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 but we're burning pod for the future yep. show because, Billy, you're definitely coming on with oh, yeah. half of your family to talk about all the things that happened this weekend. Uh, so, we'll call you and get you set up. But let's talk about the big issue uh, was, the thing that's was, burning up Facebook. There was a wreck this weekend. Uh, it was the the Dallin Boys Integra. They're a longtime veteran Lemons team. They know what they're doing. They've been around the block. They've had a few cars. Um, they usually bring good stuff, too. Like, they have that terrible front-wheel drive Eldorado that they bring out once in a while that With they the brought smoky, on Lemons Rally, too. Yeah. Yeah, the Smokey so, and the Bandit theme. Anyway, on uh, on Saturday, so Sunday morning, Sunday morning, they're coming down the straight doing about 100 and the video in the car shows the driver step on the brakes and there's nothing. And then a, a long string of expletives come out of the driver as he furiously pumps the brakes with his right foot. He's got his left foot on the clutch, so I know he's not pumping the clutch by accident. We also know he's not on the gas because you hear the engine noise go down on the engine. So he's not hitting the gas. So he's definitely hitting the brake pedal with his foot. And he keeps pumping, pumping, pumping. It's not working. He goes right into the grass to try to slow down. And turn one also goes right. So he, at a probably about 80 miles an hour, crosses right through a stream of traffic, inches on either side, and doesn't hit anyone. And amazingly, because the one car that he, the car he came probably the closest to, if not the closest, the second closest, was our RX-7. So we're really happy he didn't take Darren in the, yeah, in the door at 80. That would have been a shame. Um, but he kept, keeps going, hits the tire wall, knocks tires way up in the air, and then hits the guardrail and takes the guardrail like to the windshield, basically. And then you hear the tires falling down on the car from the tire wall. And oh, I didn't know what that was. Yeah, that's the tires that were up in the air. I heard it going, like, come afterwards. Falling down. So it took them quite a while to rebuild the tire wall and rebuild the guardrail enough that uh, we could get back out racing. That probably took an hour. Tra- track was cold for almost two hours yeah. between the between the wreck and the uh, when they threw the first yellow to when they went back green again. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had, and it, it was, before then it had only been a half an hour of racing on Sunday. So we went and, we went and looked at the car. And we talked to Fritz and Phil uh, and... Yeah, the car's the car's done. Um, the, there's damage all up the A pillars, the fi- especially where the A pillars meet the firewall. That's torn, but the cage did its job. The cage um, held up beautifully. Yeah, as soon as the the guardrail and whatnot got to the uh, the A pillar bars on the cage, it stopped. That's it. Yeah. There's no footwell intrusion in the car. The whole passenger compartment was fine. The driver is fine. So you know all, all the safety stuff they make us do. It works. When you get a car going into the wall at 80 miles an hour, it works. And they said they checked the brakes. They had Willwood calipers on, and uh, they, they, had, they had pressure in the pedal when they got back to the paddock. They have no leaks. They had plenty of fluid. They had plenty of pad material. Best anyone can think of so far is that the fluid just boiled, and by the time it got back, it had good pedal again. So um, well, run and, good brake and- fluid, everybody. Yeah, boiling right, brake fluid happens. We know that mental just recently had it. Um, twice. The, twi- yeah, twice. 
But the, um, the Facebooks is seems to disagree in that sometimes you will have a spongy break before you know that, and he did not have that. Sometimes you do, um, but the uh, the the first time it happened to me, I had no warning. No. Yeah. So that was just an idea that, that sometimes you have a little bit of warning. You're like, oh, that's kind of weird, and then all you of a sudden it goes. And especially with that kind of that kind of impact and jostling around the car head, if it had an air bubble in it, it could have gotten kind of bumped out of place and worked its way sure. through the system back at the time mm-hmm. they got it in the paddock and got to test it again. And it certainly cool. I don't know. That was a, <clears throat> that's a lot of pumping for an air bubble. Well, if the if the fluid was so boiled that it was gone. Yeah, that's that. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's any definitive proof in any direction that will ever satisfy everyone because it was such a crazy crash. If you have not seen the video, go see the video. Um, everyone is okay, so you don't have to feel like Dracula about it. Uh, Harry, the driver, uh, was actually a, kind of an arrive and drive. He's been around Lemons for a long time, but he's not, I don't think, a full-time Dolan Boy driver. And uh, it turns out he, I, I went to high school in the same place he went to high school, and he worked at the same place I work now. Um, so uh, yeah. I talked to him. Yeah, I talked to him at the track right after he was running around and showing everyone the video. So he's not like, you know, he's not hiding the fact at all. Yeah. Um, he really Fritz wants. Fritz said he was very classy about it. Like he came over there, asked what he could do to help, asked him how much he owed him for or anything. And Fritz is like, no, like this, there's nothing you did here. This is just things happen. So racing, uh, but yeah. classy guy. Uh, even though wrecked the car, but it was, he did what he could, and he didn't take anybody out with him, which uh, amazingly that worked well. So, and that, <clears throat> that's what it was interesting is even before the in car video, the uh, the the there was the other in car video of you, where you see him go off and cut across uh, on that. Most people are across the board were like, "Wow, that's someone who understood it went wrong. They didn't panic. They kept their wits about them, and because they did, I mean, it and it's." As Jeff mentioned, it's a it's a horrific kind of jolting thing to see, especially since we all race. But that could have been infinitely worse mm-hmm. if he'd have panicked, if he'd have locked up, if he'd have tried to actually take it into that corner without getting some of that kinetic energy burned off through the grass, if he had not had the the awareness and let's be honest, a good bit of luck to kind of thread that needle. If the other drivers hadn't seen it, I just, just across the board, everything did what it was supposed to. In addition to the safety gear, the drivers did what they were supposed to. But at the end of the day, that, that was just, that's a heroic off. That's, that's how you take it off proper. But that is one reason we still have the handbrake in our cars, not just for loading in the trailer. That's the primary reason, but (laughs) just in case, and you've got nothing. Well, and they had one, but, yeah. They basically said that, you know, like, you didn't think of it. You don't think yeah. that he had, what, two, three seconds, four yeah. seconds, maybe, of, like... Yeah, you, in wet grass, too. Yeah. And ha- two of those Once seconds... you're on the grass. Thinking of, true. why is this, isn't this working? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's two seconds, and then the rest of it's like, okay, now where, I'm, where am I going? Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the grass was wet. It was a rainy, rainy, rainy weekend. So it is highly possible he was getting some braking in the middle of that grass, and it wouldn't have burnt much speed yeah. off yeah i just want to mention so, that uh amanda and brandon amanda tully and brandon the um cheshire cat e36 i'm guessing on what kind of mm-hmm. mustang it is is the one that had the video from behind and uh immediately shared that also so if you're friends with them hi Amanda. i know she listens sometimes um thanks for sharing that video also 
So now let's get on to how, how we did all this weekend. Chrissy, you want to start us off? I will start us off. So we had a fantastic testing day. Uh, we Well, we didn't have fast. It was started off a little slow. Chris will tell you about how our testing went because he was in the car when we uh, started on Friday morning. Um, but uh, after we fixed the car, we figured we were good enough. I uh, went out by myself, had a good half an hour, um, and then I had had another half an hour with Chris. He got in the right seat and told me all the things I was doing wrong. No, not actually. He was just, we were talking. Talking about all the things that I could do a little bit better, but they weren't too much. So I think it was uh, a good session. I was feeling good. Got out of the car. Um, I we did a track walk with the team on Friday night, which we always do. Which I, we can't say good enough things about. Uh, every time we do it, it was helpful to walk and look and talk. And uh, we took the. I think it was the longest track walk ever. It was probably about two hours or so. I think people lapped us on the on the way, but uh, that's okay. So. Uh, starting we also had more people on the track walk than ever before True. with all of uh, Bill's group and family and uh, a bunch of Crescent guys were with us. I mean, it was a lot larger than just the usual crew. Sure. And we also had some noobs. So they were uh, we're trying to do some good explanation on where they should be in their cars. And that's uh, Bill's car. So anyway, so Saturday morning we started out. Uh, it was raining when we started out. And uh, we changed the three of us changed our strategy a few times. We knew that Chris... Uh, Jeff and I would be driving in some order, but we were trying to play the rain game to figure out when it was actually going to rain. <laughs> Jeff uh, didn't sufficiently kill his chicken the night before. Uh, I think it was the wrong kind, and it wasn't really dead, so we didn't really have the uh, lack of rain that we thought we were going to have on Saturday. No, actually, we just knew it was going to rain, so we're trying to figure out when it was going to rain. Finally, we said, Fine, screw it. I'm just going to start. So, uh, truck was damp for the first hour, drive for two hours, and then it came back on for the, the a half an hour. Um, it was pretty good. It was uh, there's plenty of crazy. Uh, there's a lot of people that didn't know how to drive in the rain. They were all off. So you know, my uh, maybe I don't know. Um, my first hour, of course, as as usual, was just trying not to get hit. But having a damp to wet track is uh, adds to that craziness because people were kind of going all over the place. And not only are they dumb, just trying to not get hit, but they were also sliding. So that's always fun. That's an exact description of every commute I have to work when it rains here in Atlanta, by the way. <laughs> Just every time. People don't know what they're doing. They're all trying to kill me. Yeah, uh, mine might be not far from that, but um, <laughs> but I'll go with it. Uh, so I had some, you know, minimal open track time, but had some decent laps, and it was overall a good stint. I feel pretty good about it, and had a good time, and got out of the car. Uh, I think we were in fifteenth when I got out of the car, and then Jeff got in, and Jeff can tell you about his stint. So uh, as Chrissy mentioned, it started raining in her last out, out, half hour. It just got worse and worse and worse throughout my shift. Um, I had the big rain on Saturday, not the big rain of the weekend, because Sunday was the big rain. But Sunday, Sunday! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It rained pretty much the entire three hours of my shift and just started getting dry as I was ready to pass it on to Chris. Uh, but I love the rain. I didn't, I'm not telling you guys, but I didn't kill the chicken at all. I, I mean, I gave <laughs> I'm like, I want all the rain. Um, I think I did pretty well. I passed a bunch of people almost every lap, um, except for the winning car, the Spork. Uh, nothing was faster than I was. Uh, even the eventual winner, the Spork, had to like totally, totally, totally um, do a blend line violation to get by me a couple of times. <laughs> uh, but uh, myself, on uh, uh, Suncook and... Um, uh, uh, the Bazinga, the new Bazinga 300ZX, which looks just like ours, by the way. Um, we we were 
pretty much racing each other the whole time. I, I put a couple laps on everybody, like I said, including uh, Suncook. So uh, I felt really good. And I have to say that probably the most important part of it was Chris and I tested in the rain. And Chris found a rain line through the bowl that was amazing. And I was able to get through any amount of traffic because I knew there was a part of the track that I knew I could go around faster than them without any trouble. And uh, do, do we want to tell everyone our dirty little secret? I mean, I don't know. It's not probably not going to matter to everybody. But uh, on the speedway part of Thompson, there's a big 180-degree turn. And it's kind of angled, but we're on the flat. And everybody takes a different line through that. And even in the dry, everyone takes a different line. But two tires on the angled part and two tires on the new pavement, it was way stickier than yeah. anyone else. It was a yeah. little further. <clears throat> it was a long way around the track. But you're going it faster was because you're for going some faster. reason the old pavement up on the on the na- on the roundy round part was grippier in the wet. And some of it had to do with just this, the past Wednesday, they'd had a, a, a roundy round race, so they had traction compound still on, on the uh, banked part. Oh, so it was sticky. It was sticky. We Stick. had grip up there. You just said yeah. nobody knew it. But because we had tried every line possible, because at the end of the day Friday, the rain came out when Jeff and I were out there. So we just tried a whole bunch of stuff, and we found where the rain lines were. So that was fun. Yeah. Right. And, and the rain lines were not consistent, I would have to say, during my shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much a lot of times it was uh, shoot for the non-shiny part of the pavement. Yep. And because it was just – because the rain was coming down and because there were so many cars on the track, there was always a drier part of the track. It just wasn't always a dry line or a rain line. It was a line. And that really became what you had to do. Well, that's rain. It's find your traction. Wherever it find is, traction, go, go exactly. where it is and use it. Don't be stuck yeah. to anything in particular. Cool. Yeah. And I think but, we had a three-minute change, right? Yeah, we had some killer oh, yeah. pit stops this weekend. Let's get into that. Really pit killer stop. pit stops. Well, we start there. Really, uh, we had, the two pit stops we had were absolutely killer. No mistakes. Full gas. Got everything done right. Um, in and out quick. Like, well done, well done. Except for when Jeff goes to start the car and his glove grabs the key but they're the wire between the key and the kill switch and he pops the kill switch off and, and he we're all going the key to start the car. <laughs> what are you still doing here? Trying to get the kill switch back in. He, Jeff, was a, Jeff was a little bit frantic um when when he got out of the car. Throw this quick listener feedback in. We had several listeners tell us that hey, they don't mind when we go over an hour. They're totally fine with this. So they said just let it roll. Be fine with things. So hey, there's listener feedback. I also want to give kudos to the Cressida for yet another top ten finish. They are clearly the they best three PM car it. and team. Yeah. They're so consistent. They just and that car just keeps running. It's amazing. Uh and, oh, hey, that's, a, new... that's a newish engine though, right? No, they're back no. to their old motor. It's back to the original back, one. Okay. Yeah. They're back to yeah. the third hero motor. Well, yeah, exactly. well done. So, and, and the yeah. new, to, new to us and them driver, Neil Rutt, um, who was there with Jersey helping them change that motor out for the old one, um, who has been around racing his whole life but never been road course racing, he set their fast lap for the weekend. So, hey, nice. well done, Neil. And, and they, they all stayed clean. So that's how you do well. Also, kudos to the RX 3.8 and, and those guys. Second in B, 13th overall. Betty. One of these days, they're not going to step on their own wiener quite as hard. And they're going to get Just, B, and they're going to be top 10 car reliably because that car is quick. 
What, what Greg, did you, Bruce, did you Greg, in... Bruce, call me, call me. I'm here for you. I'm here for you and Betty. I'm just saying. Did, didn't you set like a 129 on testing day in that thing? Um, yeah. 126 flat, which was, fa- <laughs> which was faster yes. than any any God, car ran during car. the race. And love they have solved car. they have solved the handling problems. It is so good now. Yeah, it's rock solid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. I'm just and saying. I did, December, I did a whole Greg, series of 126s in testing. Just pounded them off. 126s, 126s. I was so bummed I couldn't get a 125.9 and match my Civic time from last year. But oh well. <laughs> anyway, uh, so testing day. Okay, the, to... You guys just missed the greatest face in the history of Chrissy mocking the three of us. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, I saw it. I just chose to ignore it. <laughs> I was testing day. We Welcome used to testing day to try to solve our handling problems. We had a lot of oversteer issues still, no matter what we did. Ever since we put the giant tires in the downforce on the front, hey, we solved our, our understeer problems, but we went, so we swung the pendulum <laughs> too far. Now we had oversteer problems. So we played with tire pressures. We played with wing settings. We made sure our alignment was right. And eventually we said, you know what? We called an audible. And called Tire Rack and ordered two Bridgestone RE71Rs, which are the stickiest of the 200 treadwear tires, but that means they also wear out really quickly in endurance racing. But it's on the back of a Honda. They don't do anything anyway. So we sent Jim to Tire Rack in Windsor, Connecticut, and my mom's CX-5 to go pick those up and have them mounted and bring them back. And they solved the handling issue. That car was, oh, yeah. neutral, was neutral. Oh, after that. was Christina at the race? I missed her. She was. Hi, Chris's yep. mom. Yep. And uh, we also had to adjust the boost a whole bunch of different times to try to get it right because our <laughs> crappy-ass boost controller couldn't do a damn thing right until eventually we switched to a different one, and then we had to do another 10, 10 one-lap stop. You have to go out one, drive one lap, pull back in, adjust the boost. Drive one lap, pull back in, adjust the boost, repeat. People so are like, finally got it right. what are you doing? Adjust the boost. He would pull in right at, right at the edge. Right at the we, edge, and I stood, I stood okay. right near the pit wall, right on the other so side of the away, cold and side. I well, I mean, I had to go get stuff. Crank. Adjust the boost. Yep. Close the hood. Open the hood. Crank. Close the hood. How so. much? Do you do half? Do you do a quarter? Do you do a full? Yep. What are you doing? <laughs> so I Is it my possible you and... could get a remote uh, uh, boost adjustment? Yeah, I don't want the, the drivers to be able to touch it in the car. <laughs> okay. so Because oh, you, you know it. I would turn that sucker up. You just I'd be like, it to where, like you, it's like the cool you know suit. Where... <laughs> You're like, oh. Yeah. Do I do I want more cool, more more cool, more cool? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's under the hood for a reason. So, <laughs> um, so I was having a great shift with that on on Saturday. I I, I was I clawed us up. We were in eleventh overall, and I was chasing down ten and nine. I was going to get them. Like I, the, it, was, it was ten was our goal. We didn't really say that. Yeah. We said we weren't going to win, but yeah. ten was our goal. But with about, with about an hour and a half left, I caught a quick gl- glimpse out of my eye as it I was, was going through some hour. long sweepers. No, this is the before oh, that. Oh, okay. With about an hour, hour and a half left, I caught a quick glimpse out of my eye of our giant early warning trailer um, oil pressure light coming on in the long just, sweepers. Just, so I said, just a hint, just a just yeah. a just a slight hint that there might possibly yeah. be something of a malfunction. So fortunately, there's a big giant red light in the car, so <laughs> you notice it. And I did, and I said, oh, oh, okay, we're running low on oil. So pulled in, we put in two quarts of oil, that dropped us back again, so then clawed us back up to 11th. And then I, coming down, you know, been, all the temps have been great all day, everything had looked great all day. And coming down the straight, all of a sudden the car goes, mm, nope. The ECU had put it in limp mode because it does that when the temperature gets to 230 degrees. And this is an all-aluminum motor, and it doesn't like that. So 
a uh, at 3,000 RPM, stuck it in fifth, just putzed around the track, trying to get some air in it at low RPM. And by the time I got into the pits, the temperature gauge was as far as it goes on the gauge. It was it, mechanical. It was to Jeff's turbo setting on yeah. the gauge. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, and the coolant overflow bottle was full, so it's a head gasket. So we pulled the car all apart, pulled the head. Didn't uh, We did a compression test. So it was previously like 190, 200, 200, 200. It was nice and close. This time it was like 130, 160. It was 160, 160 130, 120, one, I don't know. Two and three were the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was bad. So uh, pulled the head. Didn't see anything obviously wrong. Look at the gasket. Didn't see anything obviously wrong. So we cleaned it up, put it all back together, and said, well, we gave it a shot. You make this sound like this was a quick job. No, this is a four-hour job. It was not a quick job. job. Okay, yeah. I'm just making sure that you're Absolutely. like we put it, we do it quickly, but it was still a yeah. long time. No, this is this was four hours of me and Jeff and our friend Chris Gabardelli who came to visit one of my old Honda buddies. Uh, all of us working on the car and it got it back together. It ran. It was, fun, but you know you can't tell until you get it at speed and under boost. So Jim took it out the next morning and two laps in. It fried Same again. Problem. So, oh. Like I got I got water all over my windshield. And we're like, yep. yep. Come on, and by the time he came in, the temp gauge was at 240. So that was it. We packed up before the rain, which is kind of nice, actually. <laughs> totally. We totally cleaned the engine, though, in the uh, in the paddock with simple green and water and out of pool the hot water. tub. <laughs> right, because we needed, we needed to empty the hot tub anyway, so then I needed to clean the engine bay, so it was perfect. We just sprayed simple green and poured hot tub water on it, and it cleaned it very nicely. Yeah, we, who's, who, we, whose idea was that? That was Chrissy's idea. Use the hot tub. Wait, Chrissy had a good cleaning idea? Hold on. Oh, no. This is is my shocked face. A cleaning idea? No, no, no. You're you're assigning gender to that. I am. No, you're the OCD one. I'm making fun of your OCD, not your gender. You don't live with her. She's not. Have you seen my house? Yeah. Yeah, but at the track, you're a clean freak. You know it. Exactly. You're a clean and organization freak. He's organization freak. Absolutely. What, what if, one of our so, fights was when I stepped into the RV with sandy shoes? Well, that's because you mess up the carpet in somebody else's <laughs> RV. So I do want to mention that there were two self-inflicting wounds at this track uh, during this race. Uh, it seems that the oil burst all over the Honda because we slightly bubbled out one of the uh, gaskets there. And um, uh, that was only it, on Sunday. That didn't actually. That was do on Sunday. Anything. Yeah. But uh, also, and I'm, yeah, people not watching on video, which is everyone can't see, but I'm pointing at myself. And this guy got a black flag. Saw the uh, we 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 did see the Facebook post. Of, yeah, uh, there was a wire strapped to your or tape. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a different story. This is that's not a the good black story flag. though. That cost us a lap because of this isn't wire. there a not cost item. us a lap? It's it a different item that we use. For black yeah, flags. It's not available. Well, that it's was broken. broken. We yeah. lost it, lost and then we found oh, it, oh. and now it's broken. Well, Dean had it all winter, I, and then he brought it. I don't want to know how it got broken. I don't. Oh, it, it's the plastic on it. Um, Who'd have thought a, a nineteen dollar meter or nine? Excuse me, nine dollar marital aid would be um, poorly <laughs> poorly constructed. Who would be thought? poorly constructed? Yeah. yeah. So um, I have not yet checked the video, but I did get called in for a spin that I don't remember ever spinning. So I will have to check the video to see if they uh, if I did a. I don't even remember a tank slapper, so I don't know if it was mistaken identity or if I just they just can't handle my drift. Oh, all those, all those yeah. giraffe cars. Yeah. But it, it's either that or they can't handle my drifto magic because I was definitely um, I, I was definitely sliding it around on some of those some of those turns. So, That's but I don't remember anything bad. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't remember anything that bad. So I'll, I'll check the video. I will definitely post that for everyone else. And um, uh, do we want to mention The Wire? I mean, I don't of know. Of course we want to mention The right. Wire. <laughs> so, I'll tell my story. So, you, so, you hang on. I'll, no, I'll no, tell no. my story. <laughs> you can tell your story. So, I, so I'm driving in the car, and we are in a – I'm doing well. It's raining. People are spinning everywhere. I can't wait to see the video of this shift because – even like the the Saab 99, which is an incredibly well-driven car, spun twice right in front of me. Uh, Suncook, last year's winners, I watched them get totally collected. on People were spinning everywhere, and I was just pirouetting in between them. It was an amazing shift. I still uh, am impressed with myself. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Don't you hurt your that. shoulder. I Pat yourself on the back. Oh yeah. my yeah. gosh! <laughs> wow. So I'm, this is all jokes, folks. Um, but anyway, so uh, the 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 Honda Odyssey minivan hit. I'm trying to remember what it hit. What did it hit? The, the TR8. The TR8. The white oh, the TR8. The TR8, TR8. TR8 spun. The, luck, the luckiest TR8 in the history of yeah. TR8s. Well, it's not yeah. lucky anymore because it spun and, and got it and T-boned the Odyssey run. and. Who would have thought who would win in that? A modern minivan so or a TR8? Much, yes, so much front end damage on that TR8. Um, and the entire track went to double yellow for this because there was a lot of oil. There was a starter like rolling across the track as I went by. It was like it was like uh, what do they call that? Like a like a yard sale in in ski terms. Skiing, it was yeah. like yeah, it's yeah. when you get all the litter all the parts on. So I, I'm driving around and I can see wires sticking out of the hood. So I call on the radio and I'm like, there are wires sticking out of the hood. And Chris's response is, keep driving. Keep driving. There are no wires sticking out of the hood. I'm like, no, man, I can see wires sticking out of the hood. <laughs> no, man, I, that's not possible. I have to say that the spot he sees them is our hood vent from the radiator and ducks up over the hood. It's covered in chicken wire. Nothing can get in it. Or I couldn't out. see where it was coming out. It just was like down, you know, from my perspective, it looked like a. So I kept saying, no, man, there's wires coming out of the hood. And I don't the, care. Uh, I think my last words had were. Just change. My last words were, Jeff, do not come in for this. Do not I, come in. Jeff's next words were, I'm coming in now. I'm coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, so, Jeff, here's, here's, here's. Here's the words that you're saying, you know, the wires are sticking out. The wires are sticking out. Here's what I'm hearing when you say that. The gauge must be wrong. I baffled the oil pan. The gauge has to be wrong. I baffled the oil pan. So I, uh, the Cressida had just done a driver change. So I said, someone stay on the wall and just see what this is. And I pulled in. They flicked the wires off the hood and said, they're just stuck on the hood, Jeff. Keep going. And since it was double yellow, I actually only lost like 10 positions because I was... I didn't lose a lap. I was 10 cars ahead of the TR, and then I was right in front of the TR. You lost a lap. Why I didn't did lose a lap. Stop, why did pit stops count as six minutes then if you get the whole lap? You have the out lap, the pit stop, and the in lap, and there you go. So I asked Roland this, and he says the timing wire goes under the lap, the, um, the hot pits, so you do get counted for that lap. Whatever. Don't come in for that. <laughs> Don't do that. Stop it. My sin is not stopping. My sin is not listening. Yes. Sure. Good. Good yeah. call. At least you so, learned. And then lastly, after that, we had a, a hot tub meeting about the future of the Civic. And I think we're done with this Turbo D series thing. We've given it three years and three motors and many thousands of dollars to try this. And 
I think we have reached reached the limits of what the Turbo D series can do in endurance racing. So, well, just, Civic, just the D series in general. You have yeah. you have done a lot with a single cam. The Civic is basically done for the year. It'll reemerge in the spring, better, faster, stronger. We shall see. Wah, wah. Yeah, you're telling us. Uh huh. So we, so we had the plans. But but what 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 are you what are you gonna? Oh, I was saying say what are you gonna bring to Road Atlanta? Uh, we're running besides, with Hamza at Road besides, Atlanta. But... Wait, what? That's a secret. That just happened. It's fine. Yeah, Chrissy and I asked Hamza, hey, you got any seats for Atlanta? He's like, hey, I was thinking about it. But yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're with Hamza. Fair enough. All right. And so that's, hey, that was it. It was an eventful race. That's our recap of that. So uh, anything else for anyone? Last Last bits to add before we move on to the next spot? No, I just have to say once again that the... Um, the, the track management at uh, Thompson Motor Speedway uh, always enjoys my inclusion at the race. Uh, and the Fantastic Shark was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, did, you guys I can't... See, did you guys see the picture I put up on Facebook? Because that couple was genuinely freaked freaked out about that. Uh, Even I think, yeah, annoyed, that. annoyed is the better word. <laughs> I, Jeff one and of those the, things... the... Yeah, go ahead. The track Chris. manager to continue explain. to have a a like nemesis relationship. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's about what it is. It's a good natured nemesis relationship, but nonetheless, sure. well, he, he you is... asked him Dom or sub the first year. I think. He, he, yes. Yeah. <laughs> While I was in the gimp suit. Yeah. I asked him if he was Dom or sub. Um, he didn't know how to answer that, but he knows how to answer my questions. Now it's just <laughs> ignore me. Yes. Yeah, so or he asked you questions. <laughs> All right, so uh, Chrissy, it, it, it's this is this is a little different what we're doing right here, is yes. So what is the next segment? The next segment is just the tip and on the spot. Whoa. Okay, <laughs> nobody did it for me. I, so I, I had recorded that. that was I, so we didn't know what to say. Right, I was waiting to see what on. you were going to do. So. When we introduced that, we had to do it in that in that high pitched voice, you know, just the Yay. Tell us what you have, Chris. Okay. All right, we're doing just the tip on the spot. Okay, ready? Come up with your answer. This and is, it's a safety tip, but we each have to give an answer that's pretty short. Yes, not one I, word, I already, but pretty short. I already talked this through with Chris, so he already has it, yes. his answer. But he's going to go last, so you guys have to go in the middle, okay? All and right. I can get mine if you want me to start. Spot. Okay. So we each contribute to the safety tip. Okay. Don't more know than what just it is. the word. Yeah. All right, okay, so, so we're going to get one safety tip out of the three of us? No, or she's going to give us a topic, a sh- and we have to say something safe about it. No. Uh, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Give me a enough. tip for how to properly strap down a car on a trailer. Go. And I can give mine because of mine. Okay, I'm ready. ready. Okay. Jeff, go. Uh, Always inspect your straps. Straps can get damaged after a little while. And make sure you replace anything that is frayed or damaged or dented. I like it. I'm going to say strap down the non-moving suspension parts. Let the car kind of move on on the suspension. But if you strap the car down, it'll bounce on a trailer. Same thing with motorcycles. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm, I'll give mine. You can, Chris is going to fill in the right. rest. So I want to, uh, mine is to make sure that you pull in or f- put it on the trailer and look at it and figure out where the toe down, where the parts are 
on the car compared to where the parts are on the trailer and make sure that you actually put the stuff together before you just say this is fine enough i'm just going to put my strap here even if it's not great i'm just going to do that make your rings make your tie downs put some extra work into it to make sure that it's done correctly the first time that's why so you're saying plan in advance chrissy Yes. Um, I'm going to say always tie down to secure points with uh, with either metal ends or with abrasion resistant ends. Like, don't wrap a strap around your axle and then send it back yep. to their tow hook because you're on a non abrasion resistant middle of the strap on a metal part. You want to either have it on a metal hook at the end to a pot spot on the car, or have you know like an axle strap around an axle. So something that has that extra wrap around it for abrasion resistance. Or if you can't have that, you can this towing. They make these like J hook things that go in modern cars. There's these oval holes in the frame that you fit this little T shaped hook in or T shaped bit into. And the other end of that is a loop for a hook that your straps hook right into. And all the modern cars, that's how they tie them down in transport. So. Use something like that. Use an axle strap. Um, use a ratchet strap that has the abrasion resistance and the extra little hook on it so you can put it through a wheel or put it around an axle. Um, you always make sure you're not just looping a strap around something because it will abrade. It will break. You have to have either metal or abrasion resistance on it. Yeah, Jeff? Um, no, I'm just going to wait till you're done. I was just, I had another one. I was going to go around the horn again. Do it. Uh, going around the horn again, I'll say that um, once you depart, and you think you're secure, give a little bit of time, maybe a 10-minute, maybe around the block a few, and retighten your straps. Recheck and retighten. Yep. I, I compulsively walk around and kind of poke every strap, make sure they're still taut every time I stop. It's Absolutely. just one of my nuances. Absolutely. It's a great thing to do. Um, I like this. I actually do like this segment. I do. This is nice. Just a tip on the spot. <laughs> On the just spot. Just the tip on the spot. Because I was trying to do just the tip on the topic, and then I was like, well, Chris has a lot to say, and so do you guys. So I figured we'll just put it all out there. We'll talk about it. Yeah, I like it. And if Definitely you can, cool. cross the straps in one side, yep. or at the very least, make sure that, that the straps are at an angle toward the car, because you don't want to have a parallelogram effect where the car can kind of bounce and move side to side because yeah. the straps are straight. So either they have to angle in toward the car from, from tie-down points that are wider, or cross over so that uh, the car cannot slide, bounce side to side. Because it'll bounce to one side, lose the two straps, and then bounce to the other side and decide to no longer hang out on the trailer. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Okay. There we go. That's good. I like it. Nice job. All right, All right. Let's talk about the next show. Next show, Mental. So, folks, uh, we do apologize to him because he is a heck of a guy, but we're going to have him on next week. Uh Cal Denisi, general event manager for Extreme Experience, former chief instructor, insanely talented driver. Uh, honestly, he should be a professional level, level driver. New dad, great guy. He is going to come on, and we're going to talk about the spectrum of instructing because we, we've we talked about doing it before, and I know, Chris, you and I are both NASA and PCA instructors. Jeff, you've done some right seat work, and we talk about instructing, but there's an entire – concept out there where you can actually make a living as a racing instructor and if not make a living at it so like kevin madsen or josh balicki or one of those folks you could still at least get to the point where you can make enough money to pay for a race weekend and it certainly with the significant other makes this hobby a little bit more tolerable when you're like well i'm going to the track this weekend but i'm not actually spending ten thousand dollars i'm, and, and I'm getting, getting paid instead of paying. I'm, I'm gonna come home with you know 
37 cents in a set of steak knives. But it is. And, and Cal's going to talk about all that. He's going to give some great examples. Nobody and ever Jeff- paid me in steak knives. I'm feeling ripped <laughs> off now. You got a coupon for a free car wash. <laughs> exactly. But there, there is, just like in racing, there are any number of spectrums that you can go through with a, a bit of talent and a lot of hard work. And if you're willing to, to put in the, the work to it, just to make this hobby we're into a little less expensive and it makes you a better driver. And then I know, Jeff, you've got a, a stack of what's his craziest story questions that you're going to ask him. And there's just no way it's not going to be a great show. So come on in, tune in next week. We're going to be talking to Cal Denisi. General event manager, former chief instructor for Extreme Experience. It's going to be a blast. We're even going to keep our what you're working ons and news and notes a little on the short side, so we have plenty of time to talk to Cal. So absolutely, Great. cool. Does that mean I don't have to work on any cars between now and then? No, you still Sometimes do. I like, Jeff, oh, Jeff, there's never a time when you don't oh, need. No. You got to get that ombre ready to go to Bill. Come on, that's yeah. true. Is, is it How's that Citroen train? paperwork doing? How's your uh, Avalanche doing? That uh, all still. Crappy. And you've had off this week, didn't you? You you had had no, no. I went to work. I have off the rest of the week. Today was the first day off. Show up in the middle of it, needing his tires changed. Yes. No, my father. Now, gosh, (laughs) build your build your father a race car. Now you have to just do another one. Thank you for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this week's special edition of Everyone Racers. Everyone is special. special? I don't know. We hope you'll join us in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer. Even you, if you enjoyed this podcast, please hit the subscribe button on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any questions or want to give us some show ideas, drop us a comment on the Facebook page, Everyone Racers, or like our race team Facebook page, Three Pedal Mafia Lemons Race Team. If you'd rather not venture into the void that is the Book of Faces, you can steal more information. No, you can get your information stolen. (laughs) It's getting longer. People keep adding things. Just email us, everyone.racers at Gmail. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere else. And just remember, thanks again. And until next week, keep the shiny side up. Unless there is no shiny side, then just keep the wheels down. <laughs>